Hello and welcome to the Slow Evolution Podcast. I'm your host, Anna Engelhardt, and this is the place for all things health and well-being for the busy mom of today. So grab a cup of tea and get ready to be inspired. Hello and welcome to today's episode where we will be talking all things starting a business once we become a mama. And today I'm joined by a fellow mom and entrepreneur running a successful business after years in the corporate world. Please welcome Michelle Glokovac. You said it right, yes. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Michelle, welcome. So great to have you on the podcast. I'm so excited to chat with you finally. (laughs) Yes. I'm excited to dive deeper into today's topic because I feel that, you know, so many moms out there feel like their life is basically over once they have kids. And there is really no need to pursue their own dreams. I have my personal opinion, but I'm, you know, excited to dive into it. (laughs) You were in the corporate world for 18 years and now you have two kids and you're also a stepmom. Yes. So was becoming an entrepreneur something you have always wanted or how did you go about not only starting, but running a successful business? You know, I kind of fell into it. I, for 18 years, was in corporate aviation, and I worked with flight departments and wealthy people who owned jets, and I was saving them money on jet fuel. That's basically what I did for 18 years. Um, And it wasn't because I was passionate about aviation or jet fuel, but I had a job. It allowed me to travel the country. I was relocated a number of times, so I moved to big cities like Houston, Chicago, and you know, when you get a salary and you're getting commissions and bonuses, it's really tough to go, oh, is there something else out there? Um, and I, I never really questioned, is there something else out there? I went, I've got a great job. It's security. And I love what I do. I love the people that I work with. Um, I met my husband 13 years ago, and he's also in corporate aviation, still is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it also allowed us to travel together. We were going to the same conferences together. And, you know, that was all fun. And then we had kids, (laughs) Um, you know, I have stepkids that are now 18 and 21, but you know, they have a mom themselves. So it was never that we had to worry about, you know, the kids and traveling because they had someone to take care of them. But when we had our own kids and we were traveling to the same places at the same time, then we started having an entourage. Our kids are one year and three weeks apart. So we had both of them, a nanny that would now go with us wherever we went, or if we didn't, he would attend something, then I would attend something and we'd swap and and go that way. And it became costly to actually work because we were paying for everyone to travel together and, and be there. And then I found out that the company I worked for was not as set with me as I was with them. And I was laid off after my first child. Oh no. And I was laid off and then later that month found out I was pregnant again. So it became, okay, what am I going to do to find another job and not tell someone I'm pregnant? So, you know, in nine months, I'm going to need some maternity leave as well. Right. Um, And I did. I was lucky enough that I found another job within aviation. They hired me on and after they hired me and it was a long process, but I was like, by the way, I'm very (laughs) pregnant now. Um, (laughs) And of course they were fine with it. They kind of legally have to be, but then they were acquired and I was laid off again. 
And now I had two babies and still had a nanny. And we really just, my husband and I sat down going, what is it that we want to do? You know, do, should I be a stay at home mom? We both work from home. So that was already, we were here, but we had help. And I was kind of over the travel. 18 years of traveling is not as glamorous as people think. Yes. And I said, let me see what there is that I can do that brings in an income that allows me to be at home with the kids where we don't have to have a nanny and just test things out. And I had always done networking events in my career. So I, I dabbled in some event planning. But that takes you away nights and weekends. And it yes. really kind of took away the whole purpose of me wanting to be with my kids. And I did some social media because I had already had an established wine blog. I was doing wine reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, when you have kids, you drink wine. So I was writing right. about it. <laughs> <laughs> so I dabbled in some social media management, but that had my head, you know, in my phone all the time. And that wasn't part of what I wanted to do either. And a girlfriend from my birthing class with my first child added me to a Facebook group. And it was of a life and business coach who was just launching a podcast. And this was September of 2018. I listened to my first podcast. Didn't know how to before. And her show was all about, we have a purpose and a passion in life. And I was like, yes, yes, I know there's something out there for me, but I have no idea what it is. And I was just fueled by that message of, I'm going to figure out what I want to do. And she actually ended up reaching out to me in December of 2018 and said, I can see on your social media that you listen to the show. You like it. Do you want to start pitching me to be interviewed on podcasts? And I went, yeah, because that's a relationship-based business. And that's exactly what I did for 18 years was in sales, creating relationships. I wasn't afraid of a cold call. Right. And that began my business of podcast production and PR. And that's now what I do full time for myself. That's really amazing. And isn't it funny how sometimes we need to get a little kick in the mm-hmm. butt <laughs> to, to actually, I think we get so comfortable in our own little world. And, you know, as you said, you get up, you go to work, you get your fixed salary. It's all good. You're not passionate about what you do, but you know, it's, it's a safe place. It's a, you know, a familiar place, a comfort zone. So I really believe that, you know, the magic happens in those uncomfortable moments maybe. And, and, you know, moments that we don't really realize, or we feel like, Oh my God, you know, my whole world is, you know, crumbling down because I get laid off or whatever. But at the end of the day, I mean, you found your purpose and this is, yeah, it's incredible. And, you know, to be laid off, it's, I equate it to like a death or a divorce because you go through so many emotions, you know, you're upset over it and then you're angry over it. And then you're like, well, maybe this is the beginning of something new and you have hope. And it's just a cycle of up and down and we're seeing it so much now with COVID-19, especially here Mm -hmm. in the States. Mm -hmm. You know, my husband has a lot of friends and coworkers who have been laid off and um, a lot of them are now listening to my podcast going, Oh, maybe we can do something too. (laughs) You know, there is hope, um, you know, that, that there is something out there. And I think, you know, if it comes back to, to motherhood, I, I belong to a mom's group that, you know, these women, most of them do not work and it's because they are, focused on their children, which is amazing. But I know so many of them have a hope or a dream or a want to be or do something else. And I I question like, why aren't you just doing it? 
you know, it doesn't have to be going all in. You can start simply by researching what it's going to take you to start that business or that new career and just planting those seeds because in five years, they start kindergarten. Exactly. They are going to go off on their way and you will have free time back to yourself. And that's when you can scale your business. I think when you have a business, the beauty is that you can scale it. You can do it full time if you want. You can take one client on if you want. It's completely up to you if you are creating something that's your own. Exactly. And that's truly what I love. I, there's a lot of pivoting that goes on. You know, these were all things that I was not familiar with in the corporate world. You know, nobody talks about mindset or pivoting your message or any right. of that. But it's something I'm becoming more familiar with, more comfortable with, and I'm embracing, you know, this uncomfortableness of saying, being able to say no, you know, no, this client isn't the right fit for me or listening to my gut because truthfully, my gut tells me it will go in knots when something's not right. And the moment I say, nope, take care of it, done. It's just a breath of fresh air. Exactly. Um, Yeah. Yeah. But why do you think that so many of us feel stuck? I mean, stuck is probably not the right word. Uh, But, you know, once we become moms, why do we give up on our dreams? So why are we saying, because I hear that so often, oh, now that I I have kids, you know, I don't need to like forget about my dreams or I used to have these dreams or, you know, then the kids are old enough and that they can actually do something. And then they're like, oh, you know, now I'm already... I don't know, in my 40s or whatever, which, you know, there is nothing wrong with being in your 40s, you know. Um, So why why do you feel is that or or what do you think? Well, you know, I'm in the middle of reading um, a book. It's called Me First by Kate Christie. She's going to actually be on my show uh, Mm -hmm. in the next month or so. And she talks about, and I think it's very true that we bring this baby into the world and the baby needs to be fed. So we feed the baby before we feed ourselves. The baby needs to be changed. So we change the baby before we go off to the bathroom and we get into this mentality of the child needs something. So we give something to the child first. And although yes, as a baby, they need this, you know, first and foremost, but then we never set up the boundary and we just get comfortable in taking the back seat. And, you know, I, I think it's really up to each of us to make those conscious decisions of, you know, so I get a lot of people, moms, especially go, Oh, how do you do this with two kids at home? Well, you know what they know, they're now four and five. This is the life they know. They know that mom and dad work from home. This is what we do. They know that if I'm doing a podcast and I'm in the closet and the doors are all closed, do not come and interrupt me. And it's perfectly okay if they're going to go watch a TV show, but we've noticed they don't even want to watch TV. Like, you know, they can self-entertain, they can play. It's really what they need to do also to thrive and to be creative. And it's great for them to see us working. Exactly. Um, Yeah. I, I have one client who's a parenting specialist who says that she will not take on a client who is a mom if she doesn't have something for herself. Whether it's a hobby or a career, but we need something that's just for us because we can't, it's a lot of pressure too, to put on a child of you are everything. I'm doing it all for you. I'm not doing anything for myself. You know, they don't deserve that either. 
are. Right, right. They should see you as, yeah, you should be the example of I'm going to do what I want and I'm going to thrive in it and be happy and do what it takes to make me happy. Because if I'm happy, you're going to be happy. And it's really the ripple effect. Exactly. And I personally also think that it's, it's that example, as you said, that you set for your kids. You know, you basically are showing them, you know, if you want something, you need to go and get it. You know, you need to work hard at it. And, and, and if you have a dream, go after it. And, you know, sure, we go through all these seasons, as you were saying, you know, obviously when, when the baby's first born or, you know, still very young, of course they need us more. But I also, it's funny that you mentioned that with, you know, with the kids, um, I made a very conscious decision when the kids were born there. My kids are two years apart. They're now six and eight. Uh, But when they were young, if they get bored, I let them be bored. Like I didn't feel like I am there to entertain them, you know? Right. And, and the interesting part now is that they can really play for hours. You know, mm-hmm. they come up with all this stuff and they, you know, craft and draw and, you know, whether it's Lego, whether it's Playmobil, whatever that might be. But it's just very interesting because from the very beginning, my husband and I, we set these boundaries and it's not about, you know, me not wanting to take care of them. I personally feel that when they're bored, that's when their creativity services and, and comes up. And it's yeah. so, so important. And, and again, I feel like, you know, me having my own business, I mean, sure, it's probably I don't have as much time at the moment as I would like to. But, you know, as you said, in a couple, couple of years time, I mean, you know, I see them now, now more and more, they arrange play dates with their friends and so on, where I don't have to be there. They just, you know, go off and they play and they know when they're supposed to be back. And, and so I, I feel like, you know, or I don't feel, I know that they'll need me less and less and less, you know, with, with each year. But I want to be, especially for my daughter, but also for my son, you know, to teach them both that if you want something, you go get it. And, you know, it doesn't matter whether you're a mom, uh, it doesn't matter whether you're not a mom, you know, if you're passionate about something, you should go after it. Absolutely. Yeah, I completely agree. And I love seeing my kids come up with things. They've given each other play. Right now, they're very into firefighters. And so they change their names when they are firefighters and going to go rescue things and people and you know, it's great though. And we're looking at them like, where'd you come up with that? But you're playing and you're keeping yourselves occupied and you're having a good time. You know, that's really what it's about. And, you know, when we talk about time, I think that one of the scary parts and something that I've had to figure out for myself is getting so wrapped up in the business and, you know, having this so-called balance of work life, I don't think there ever is a balance, Mm -hmm. but, you know, to be able to be in charge of your own schedule. And earlier, as the summer started, we have a pool. And I said, I was going to stop taking calls on Mondays, Fridays, and anytime after two. So that way I could really enjoy pool time every afternoon. But so I'm not juggling things, you know, at the beginning and end of the week. I've done it. And then in the beginning of August, I said, I'm going to take Fridays off and I'm about to take my second Friday off tomorrow. Hmm. And it's, you know, you focus though more on what you need to get done. Even if it's in a shorter amount of time, I'm getting it all done. You know, I'm not going, Oh, I've got this day off and yet I could be working. There's always going to be stuff to do, 
Exactly. But, you know, as I always say, I'm not saving lives. I mean, I'm getting PR for people. Exactly. Um, exactly. <laughs> podcasts will be produced, but nobody needs their life saved. So it can wait an extra day. Exactly. And also the thing is, I don't know, this is at least how, it, how I've, um, you know, kind of see it work for me. If I have a lot to do, I'm so much more efficient. Like, you know, yeah. I plan my day, I plan my to-do list, I prioritize, and then it's like, bam, bam, bam. You know, I know I have three hours or four hours and all this needs to get done. And then I just, you know, get going. If I have one thing, it never gets done. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's just me. <laughs> no, it's me too. If I know there's a deadline, then I work better with deadlines. You know, yeah. if it's open-ended, it's like, oh, I'll get to it. You know, exactly. I was doing something for a client yesterday and I told her last week, I go, I will have it to you by Wednesday. And I went, oh, it's Wednesday. I better get to work. <laughs> you know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but it's the same with me. And I find that, you know, they grow up so fast and it's like, it's, it's wonderful. I think it's, it's the magic is to find that, I mean, as you said, there is no balance. There's just juggling, but to find the, the balance in the sense to be okay with just working, you know, two, three, four hours a day. And then also spend like when you're working, you're working, but then when you're with your kids, you're really with your kids. Because I also had the time when I was with the kids and I would be, you know, only on my phone which that's not a quality time with my kids. You know, I'm just there, but I'm not really with them or paying attention or listening to them or, you know, giving them my full attention. And I've also switched to, I work, I give my full attention to work, but then also every day I spend time with the kids where it's like, I mean, sure, I have my mobile and everything, but it's like no work. It's just with the kids. We go out, we go to the lake. I mean, I live like five minutes away from the lake, walking distance. So we go to the lake, we go hiking, we go do all kinds of stuff. But then it's like, you know, quality time. Yeah. And I think that's why I love swimming with them so much because I don't bring my phone out to the pool because it mm. is not waterproof, you know, and that's really our time. And then my husband usually joins us around four. And so it's good. It's a good couple of hours at least. And then, you know, we have dinner and everything. So, exactly. you know, that, and of course I'm cooking and we eat and there's no phone there either. But then they also, they recognize when I am working and now that I'm taking Fridays off, they both understand what that means. And they're like, you're going to take the whole day off. You know, last week we had sprinkled pancakes and that's a weekend thing. And now we get it on a Friday. And so they get, when I go, look, it's Thursday and I have to get this and this done because tomorrow it's all you guys. And they go, Oh, that's fine. Yeah, we get it. And they're yeah. four and five, you know, they understand a lot more than we give them credit. Oh for. yeah. Oh yeah. So true. So true. And I think if we, if we explain to them and if we show them, but also at the same time, if we give them that quality time, I think what we as moms very often, I don't know if misunderstanding is the right word, but very often feel is that we have to be 24 seven, basically servants for our kids. Like, you know what I mean? I don't mean it in a negative way, but, but I think it, uh, very rightfully what you said from the beginning is, you know, when the child is born, you take care of it the whole time, you know, it needs you. And then we just kind of stay in that mentality or mindset. I feel like as moms, we need to be very aware and mindful about this whole thing and, and 
kind of just learn to take a step back and you know let go and 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 also have them uh, you know be part of the family and and contribute their Absolutely. whatever they can contribute you know you know, and you know what? I again, I think that people don't give enough credit to kids to teach them things at a young age. My four and five year old set the dinner table. Oh yeah, they know how. They the other day I was on the phone and the timer on the washer went off, and my five year old goes, "I got this," and my husband went, "What do you mean you've got this?" He goes, "I know how to move it to the the dryer, and I know how to turn it on," and my husband went. What? how does he know this? I'm like, of course they know how to do that. I've yeah. taught them that, you know, but at the same time, you see 18 year olds going off to college and they've never done laundry before. Exactly. So, you know, really just allow the, and they love to help, you yes. know, there's going to be a time where they are not going to want to help. Exactly. I know yeah. that time will come. I've been through it, but <laughs> you know, let them help, let them be a part of what you're doing you know, they, my, my four-year-old, she said, oh, can I be on the podcast that you're going on right now? And I went, well, no, it's someone else's, you know, if it was mine, then maybe we'll, we'll see if we can fit you in one of these days, but you know, for them to understand what you're doing and, and who you're working with, then it makes them be a part of it. And that's important. They feel like they're part of it and they understand it. And then they, it's almost like they don't mind you doing what you have to do. Yes. And you know, when you said something about um, the paying attention and everything to the kids and I've noticed like if I am in my phone and I'm working constantly, their attitude is completely Ugh. different than when I just put the phone away, build with the Lincoln logs or the playmobiles. We're familiar with those. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Those <laughs> um, to, to really just be, engage with them. And, you know, even I've told my husband, you can see the difference in their behavior. You know, when you come join us in the pool, yes. it's night and day from, they feel like they're not being heard. And so they not lash out, but their behavior isn't as positive as when you engage with them and you talk to them and you, you know, Hey, if I've got to finish this, but as soon as this is done, or, you know, they know how to read the digital clock when the clock says two zero zero, I'm all yours. And, and they learn that patience and okay, yeah. she said that she will do this and she promised and she will follow through. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So important. So, so important. Oh, I love our conversation, but I know you're busy. And uh, so I do have one last question. What would be your number one advice to any mom out there that wants to start a business, but you know, not sure where to start? Well, first I would say, dabble in different things. Look at what you're good at and what you might want to do. Research it, even try it out. You know, I, I've seen women who will offer free work. You don't have to, I'm not saying go offer free work, but to test something to say, you know, is this what I like to do? Do I want to do it? And don't be afraid to make those pivots. If you figure out, nope, that is not up my alley. I want to change it. Um, but just start, start somewhere, lay the foundation and realize, recognize that it's up to you how big you want to make this or how small you want to make it, you know, and just go for it. You have to do something that makes you happy in life and to be able to find something that makes you want to get out of bed besides your children and makes you want to get through the day because it excites you. You love what you're doing. That's what living life is truly all about. Mm. Oh, I love that. I love that. You know, it's funny because I always tell my husband, 
uh, and probably you've heard that as well. Happy wife, happy life. (laughs) 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 You know, Mm -hmm. and it's, I find it truly amazing. I mean, yeah, having a corporate job and having your fixed salary, it's wonderful. You know, no question about it. But just doing something that you're passionate about and seeing, like in my case, just, you know, inspiring moms to prioritize their own health and well-being and, you know, to implement self-care every single day. And when I say, you know, health and well-being, I'm not talking only about the physical part. I'm not talking only about, you know, like working out and nutrition, but that's what I used to think in my 20s, that this is what healthy Mm -hmm. was all about. But now that I'm in my 40s, it's so much more about like, you know, my mental health and my emotional health and who do I want around me and who do I want to spend my time with? And And just, you know, seeing that I can help and inspire moms. Mm-hmm. You know, with what I'm doing, it's like priceless, you know, it's yeah, absolutely. It makes life sure. Is it sometimes difficult? Absolutely. Is it sometimes frustrating? No question about it. Is it sometimes that you have no idea what you're doing? Absolutely. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. But yep. it's just, it's your thing. And this is something that you're passionate about. And it's, and again, I think it just goes back to also showing your kids you know, and inspiring them to go after their own dreams. And, and, and I guess also in a way showing them that, you know, no matter what they choose, you will support them because it's like their choice, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Perfect. But Michelle, thank you so much for taking the time and sharing your story and your knowledge and your experience. It's so much appreciated. I love having you on the podcast. And it's been fun. Yeah, absolutely. And to our audience, thank you so much for listening. And I hope very much that with this episode, we are able to inspire you to go after your goals and dreams, even after you become a mom. And Michelle, maybe you can share where we can follow you. Yes. So my website is themslcollective.com. And you can also find me on Instagram at Michelle Glogovac. And you can also listen to my podcast, which is My Simplified Life. Perfect. I'll make sure that I link everything at the, what do you call it? Show notes. Show notes. Yeah, yes. Exactly. There yeah. you go. You're, you're the podcast expert. <laughs> <laughs> but lovely having you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening and for being here. It truly means the world to me. I would love to connect with as many of you as possible. So let's connect on Instagram. You can find me at slowvolution for your daily dose of healthy living inspiration. If you feel inspired by this episode and want to learn more about all things health, well-being and motherhood, be sure to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. This way the podcast can reach and inspire even more moms and moms-to-be. And make sure you stay tuned for the many upcoming exciting episodes. Wish you all a lovely week.